You can all donate to Save Dirk Sanity at www.savedirksanity. Price start um, sometime after the last session. Where are folks? What have they been up to? I'm trying to remember what what all happened last time. We totally murdered a witch and an angel. And then destroyed our own memories. Ah, yeah, we murdered them too. Go go us. I'm in my home ground in Old Town. What's Mark doing? Mark is working on the Trouble Fixer van. Uh, He's been spending a lot of time around the shop trying to figure out what went wrong with that last encounter and what can be done to make sure his people are safer. Actually, I uh, might even end up talking to the sister, saying, yeah, hey, well, what, what can we do to improve uh, our, our ability to handle supernatural threats? Go tell her you killed an angel. I think I might mention uh, we, we did have to take out a fallen angel, because he sure was an acting angelic. If you probably deferred, you're the expert on uh, eliminating these threats. That's why... You are the inheritors of, of this monster hunting uh, mantle. I understand, Sister Campbell, but do you have like any relics or anything like that that might be able to help us in the future? Because this was a serious supernatural heavyweight, and I'm just a general contractor. The struggle against evil is a struggle. I understand. But you can't blame me for asking. Sometimes the way is hard. Welcome to the world. <laughs> Fair enough. In that case, we're, we're we're going to switch the camera around to Lucas, since we're calling shots. <laughs> uh, Lucas is kind of trying to reevaluate some of his life choices at the moment. <laughs> trying to get back into contact with some of his exes and make apologies where they're needed and essentially it's it's been a whole social nightmare of a uh clean slate wiping thing and he currently at this particular point in time is very very drunk you know laying on his back on the bed and just like i have screwed up my life i have screwed up other people's lives He's probably, like, singing snatches of old songs that, like, he used to like in high school and stuff, loudly enough for Dad to hear. Remind me, what what memory did you sacrifice again? It was something about your mother, right? Yeah, I don't remember my relationship with her, I think, at all. I mean, I I know I have a mother, obviously, otherwise I wouldn't be here, but I have no idea who she is. So it's like, I would be talking to, uh... To my mom about some of these things, if I could remember who she was. Dirk, this is the point where you introduce a monster who goes, I'm your mother. (laughs) I mean, Lucas is not a bad singer. It's just he's been on it for, like, hours now. Oh, so so your voice is starting to crack and getting hoarse in some spots. And slurring, because very drunk, but yes. Lovely. And I guess Uh that brings us around to Mandy. I, I think Amanda's been gearing up to sell the cabin so there's been a lot of like fixing it up and getting rid of like excess furniture yeah i think she's like boxing things up preparing for a move somewhere we haven't established yet i think we start it's the middle of the night edgar your phone wakes you up 
No, I have a ring for 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 a child's. So is it her ring? Yeah. What what's up, Liz? You need to get your ghost busting friends together and meet me near the uh, east entrance to the university. Something going on here. You guys need to look into and deal with. Right, right now. Okay. I get up and shake my head, and I go to the ever-full coffee pot and pull myself a coffee. Then I'll go over to, to Mark's door and bang on and say, Mark, we got a mission. Bang on the door again. Mark, we got a mission. I, I heard you. I heard you. When you open the door up, I hand you a cup of coffee. I go and get the uh, the, the, uh, the the mop bucket and fill it full of water and go to Lucas's room. He's asleep. Not anymore. Open the door up and dump the bucket of water on you. Wake up. Edgar, what, what, huh, uh, what the hell? Ooh, this smells like a brewery in here. All right. Get up. We have a mission. <laughs> uh, I walk over. Um, so you going to give Mandy a call? Do we need to bring her in on this? Yeah. You know, if you're not going to call her, call her. Pull, pull the phone up and doubt Mandy and wait. What rings? What what time is it? Two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I think she answers pretty quickly. Uh, we I just got a call from Childs. There's something going on at the university. We need to we need to get over there and uh, deal with it. So could you you know uh, meet us over there? Yeah, I'll be over. All right, thanks. What is the matter between you two? It's like you two have a f- lovers spat or something. I say to Mark and I walk over and get myself some more coffee. She just freaks me out sometimes. Uh, shotgun. Or pistol. We're in the universe. We're going to university. Uh, shotgun with a double lot, or should I go for the medium shot? What we faced last time? Maybe some deer slugs. Yep. Lucas, quit wasting all the water. We, we <sighs> Where are we going at two in the morning? University. I got a call from uh, Detective Childs. There's something going on. She <sighs> said she she needed uh, Ghostbusters asses over there. So, uh, Mystery Machine. Sure. We'll meet Mandy over there. We'll throw an additional detail. There, there's now a rosary hanging from the uh, rearview mirror. Let's have Amanda make her premonition roll. That's a 10. Full, full intensity. All right. So you get up, and as you step into the next room, it's like you suddenly stepped into somewhere else. In this room, there number of desks around the room and it looks like some of them may have been moved or something because they're too close together to be useful and in the in the center of the room there's uh, a woman sitting cross-legged with a book in front of her she's put some sort of circle around there's these uh, altar shrine type of thing that's been set up just uh opposite her outside the circle there's like some, some stones uh, around the circle now so it's like some obviously some sort of ritualistic thing going on and the room you can see is like filled with a uh, mist fog and as you uh move around to see her she looks unnaturally uh gaunt and wan, and the mist is sort of coming out of her as she's intoning something and you can see it twirling around in the room and going out through the door. You catch a uh, glimpse of some hooded figure in the in the mist there, and then you uh, snap back into your you're back in your uh, your cabin. Huh. I guess she like blinks and goes whoa, and then she puts uh, on a little extra like speed, getting ready and getting to the car and, and driving off to the the university. 
So when you pull up, child is sitting there across the the street from the entrance to the university, and you can see there's this strange, dense fog or mist enveloping the grounds there. It seems a pretty sharp transition from no fog to fog. Child is uh, standing next to her car. This is all of us? You conveniently arrive at Bay about the same time. I'll, I'm, I'm just hopping out of my car, and I guess I'm taking my shotgun with me. To, uh, you know, call back to the previous episode. There's still like uh, some angel splatter uh, on the uh, barrel or something that she has neglected to clean off. She puts like the shotgun over her shoulder, and she walks over to the the others. And she, uh, you know, the, whoever's closest, she just goes, "It's a witch." Pretty sure you all know what to do, right? You seem awful confident. I had a clear vision. This mist. Uh, it's her. It's her doing, or is it actually physically her? Well, that's a good question. It's coming out of her. Oh, God, remind me not to open my mouth. Okay, um, I'll look over at Liz and say, um, well, cover us in case she comes out this way. She does magic, so you know what? If she does come out, give her a shot, then drive the hell away from her. Oh, yeah, I saw some hooded figure, too, so, um, you should probably be be ready for more than Lucas one. is already marching into the mist. He wants to get this done over with. <laughs> I'll check it out first. All right. You know what? Since Over I've the... marched off somewhere to check something out by myself, I'll take some experience. Don't worry. You I'll check it out. Getting your stuff together and Lucas is already gone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> what the hell? It's your son. Yeah, I thought I taught him better. Let's go after the kid before he gets himself killed. I guess we will go with sledgehammer in hand because at mm-hmm. least there's no law against using a sledgehammer in theory. <laughs> you have to conceal carry law for the sledgehammer. <laughs> I certainly know. You know it's called battery, right? Yeah, yeah, I got that. I got that covered, and I yeah. pulled down the base <laughs> cap with the with the two little LED lights on it. We follow wherever, whatever rabbit trail Lucas went down. Did you see where this person was in your, um, and I waved my hand you know, to Mandy, you know, in your vision? She, she's uh, getting her shotgun ready, like at the ready, and she just looks into the mist and goes, a room. That narrows it down. Lead on, McDuff. So all of you are going into this deep fog. It's exceptionally cold that... You know, seeps into your bones and your your nerves and into your brain even. And uh, everybody make uh, plus weird rolls. And we'll have some fun here. Great. <laughs> My favorite kind of roll. Okay, was that nine your roll? That was mine. <laughs> I don't do the weird. <laughs> Apparently I don't do the weird either. Oh, you got a partial. Uh, where's Edgar? Weird. Oh, my negative one, yes. What's the matter with you people? All of you are negative one. <laughs> <laughs> I got a four. I got lowest. All right. For Amanda and Lucas, you are going to choose two of these questions to answer, and I'll, I'll read them out for our, our listener. For what does your character's darkest heart desire? What fate hope does your character cling to? Or what does your character crave forgiveness for and from whom? So you choose two of those to answer. Now, just two, or, or, or do you want us to type it out or what? 
pick two and then you'll tell me when you're ready. Uh, for those of you who got the six or less, we start with what terrifies your character to the core. Mark, uh, what are your character's secret pains? And we'll go with what faint hope does your character cling to? So you got three questions you got to answer there. And for Edgar, you also get what terrifies your character to the core. And in what ways is your character's mind and soul vulnerable? And what is your darkest heart desire, right? Try those three. And you can all think about those for a minute while I go to the restroom. I appreciate the time because I have to sit there and ponder these. And if those questions look familiar, I took them from another Apocalypse Games, which I think took most of them from Apocalypse World. So they're used in Impulse Drive, and I had fun with them there. Well, Todd, I guess you want to read those out for our listener? Sure. What What terrifies your character to the core? Failure and all those that I care about die. What are your character's secret pains? I wasn't there for my friend, Chris Gilbert, when he died. And for those who need a reminder, that's uh, Amanda's husband. What faint hope does your character cling to? Forgiveness when this is all over. I got mine written up. Uh, shall I uh, read those out? Yeah. So what terrifies your character to the core? That at my heart, I am not a good person. What is your? In what ways is your character mind and soul vulnerable? I try to see the good in everyone. I'm too trusting. For what does your character's darkest heart desire? <laughs> Power, wealth, and fortune. Let me start typing them out. Um, I, I guess I can go while you do that. Go ahead. Okay, so for what does Lucas's darkest heart secretly desire? Forbidden love. So it's fantasized about having an evil twin and also being in love with him. <laughs> Lucas is a strange boy, don't ask. For what does Lucas crave forgiveness and from whom he desires forgiveness from his husband for, quote-unquote, letting him die? From Andy, for what does your dark... Uh, for what? Yeah, so darkest heart, uh, that's death. Uh, for all this to end, it's her darkest, um, darkest possible desire. Uh, and what fate hope do you cling to? She clings to the faint hope that there's a life waiting for her on the other side of all this pain. Her, this her, could be a very short character. Well, I mean, Sorry. darkest heart, right? It, it's not all her heart. It's the darkest possible, you know, desire. Lucas, he went charging off into the fog. And boy, it's this is dense fog. And uh, where are you going? Um, I assume I'm heading towards where the front of the building should be. Oh, this is a university. There are many buildings here. Well, the building that we are parked in front of. The, the closest, closest one. one? Yeah. The rest of you, where are you heading? Uh, what, what kind of buildings uh, do we believe we are closest to, knowing that we've been here before? How gothic is the architecture of this university? <laughs> it's uh, got a lot of old buildings. Mm-hmm. Of course. I imagine we're trying to head towards the dormitory, unless uh, there's something in... Ms. Gilbert. Oh yeah, um, uh, we're probably uh, I'm probably uh, you know nudging them toward the the like uh, lecture halls or something since there were uh, you said tables desks desks yeah that's the word desks have been shifted away yeah in that that room there was several desks some bookshelves and such oh okay lecture hall or library maybe more office spacey than say. A dorm or something. Okay. 
still could be a lecture hall or a stu- or even a study room or an administration building maybe i'll put one hand on miss gilbert's shoulder and hopefully edgar will do the same for me and we'll just follow wherever she goes and let her spooky mojo act as our ghost radar our ghost star given that i've had a clear vision of this this um person could I use tune in or would I need some more like concrete connection? My tune in move is where I attune my mind to a monster or minion. Hmm. You could, you try that. I don't think you get anything for that move. Are the circumstances such that it might trigger or is it a no go? Yeah, I think it's not going to trigger if you're trying to tune into the, the woman there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So or we maybe like you're tuning into the fog, which is everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I probably like you know mention or mumble that like I I can't get a bead on this woman. Yeah, and I make the inappropriate comment. So did you guys ever see that movie by Stephen King about the fog? No. Yeah. You see any pirates? You dead, undead pirates? You point them to me. Well, if we, if we can't rely upon uh, your ability, I guess we'll rely upon faith. Lead on. So, Lucas, let's go back to you. As you're getting close enough to uh, a building, you can kind of make it out and getting closer to the the corner. Around the uh, the corner comes Seamus, one of your hunter contacts. Okay. Uh, Lucas, it's good you came. I think there's a vampire nest infesting this place. That's not what I heard, but all right. Where would that be? Do you have any idea? And why? What are you doing here? Who called you here? There's something unnatural going on here, and I came to investigate it. Where's the rest of your team? Team with team. Are you here with anyone? No, I said I came to investigate. If I found something, I was going to call people. By yourself. I guess uh, stick with me, and we'll figure out what's going on here. I saw several of them uh, hold up in the, the basement of this building over here. All right, lead the way. All right, so he starts leading you off into this the building. It's like a building full of lecture rooms, it looks like, but he's heading down the stairs and towards the basement. And as you get to the, the bottom of the stairs, somebody jumps around the corner and grabs him and throws him uh, across the hallway. Is it like supernatural strength thrown across the hallway or just kind of regular strength thrown across the hallway? It's supernatural strength. Well, that sounded like and looked like and felt like a vampire. Yes. That would... I am going to get out my gun. All right. Snap at him to go get the others. I don't actually tell him where they are. And I uh, attempt to pistol whip the figure. Be tough. They're uh, kick ass. My toughest two. Oh, wait, is this a vampire? Because I could use no, no, I know my prey. Would be your guess that it's a vampire. You haven't gotten a good look at it yet because it's dark and foggy, even inside Can the I building. Can I use here. that, though? Yeah. That's a seven. You smack at it with the pistol. It turns and grabs you, and you see the face of this vampire, and it is your face. And it slams you against the wall, bites into your neck for two harm. Oh, that gets a scream. That gets a scream. Siren-level scream. All right, let's cut back to the others. Tell me how you're making your way through the fog here. Like three blind mice. All right, somebody trying to trigger a move here. You want to investigate, read a bad situation, something. I was thinking of doing an investigate, investigate a mystery. So 
Tell me what you're doing to trigger that. Uh, based on what Mandy told me of the basic layout, there's the tables and chairs and desks, and it looks like it could be an office or that. I'm trying to remember about where on the campus the uh, administration was, the administration building was. It could be there, and I'm trying to disorient myself from what landmarks I can see. Are you sure? Was it an office, or was it a classroom, or was it something in between? It had two desks. It's probably in the admin building, and she's pointing in a random direction. I mean, in fact, I think I think she'll she'll look around and see if she can spot like any. This may be a super long shot, but looking around to see if there appears to be any like sort of current to the fog. Like, is it coming or welling out from somewhere in particular? Right. Ooh, that's a good one. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, and and there are there are lights along the any of the pathways and stuff like that. That should also give us some sort of indication of where if the fog's moving. Uh, who wants to make the roll and who wants to help? Well, uh, you're the psychic. I'll, I'll I'll read a bad situation for sure. Okay, I'll help you. So I need to make my helping roll right plus cool plus two. Boom! There you go. All right, so that's a plus three all told. Then yeah. I still don't get a ten. All right, then ask your one question. Uh, what's my best way in? And if that's a bit vague, then I'll totally def- uh, default to are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Well, which do you want? You want best way in? If that's admissible in the sense of like best way in to where this is coming from, then I'll go with that. I think with your general spooky attunement. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, I, I see spirit type stuff. Uh, I forgot that. You can sort of see, sort of flow in the mist. You can get a general direction that or maybe is sort of flowing, though it's not unidirectional. It does kind of twist and flow around, but it gives you a general idea. And as you're looking, you can spot a hooded shape just at the edge of your distance in the mist in that same general direction. <laughs> okay. Amanda will like stiffen and point the, the shotgun in the direction of the, the hooded figure and go, pirate. Okay, you other two. What are you doing? Amanda thinks she spotted a pirate. Do we see the figure? It's Mr. Frog. Can't see the foot in front of your face. Where? Where? This way. You know, I'll stop moving toward it. You got your sledgehammer ready, Mark? Fully loaded. I got I got a deer slug in the chamber. Pirate, you say, eh? Hood and everything. When was the last oh, time you saw a movie? Charge in and take him out. Are you addled? We were joking about the mist. <sighs> the fog, whatever. <laughs> I have to teach movie. you about your, your, your delivery. Like, is the figure, like, moving away or standing still or what, what's the thing? You see it and then you see it moving deeper into the fog. All right, well, I'm, I'm uh, heading after it. In tow. In tow. Cut back to Lucas getting bit. And screaming. Bloody murder. Can I shove him off of me? That's probably an act under pressure. Get the heck off of me. That would be a 10. All right. So then you shove him back and are getting away. What are you, where are you running? I will uh, skedaddle up the stairs as quickly as I can. Because this is like beyond levels of freak out for me. <laughs> You go running up the stairs, leaving your vampire self. You're still going to have to have Dad explain that. Why didn't you tell me I had a twin? When you get up to the top of the stairs, you see another 
figure standing there in the, the misty darkness, and it turns, and it's your husband. It's Devin? Oh, God. You you don't. No, 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 no. You're dead. You... Oh, my God. What... What are you doing here? Why? How are you here? He's like, he's just going to be like, screw that. Never mind. He's, he's going to try to reach out and grab him so they can get out of this building. Grab his hand or something and keep running. Yep. It's like, this way. Explain later. All right. So let's cut back to the other three charging through the fog. Uh, what does this look like? This it's 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 just like kind of defaulting to what little hunting experience amanda had with her husband it's stalking but quickly she's not she's not like vaulting over benches or anything like that she's just uh, advancing quickly with the shotgun up hoping not to you know uh lose the hooded figure in which case she'll hustle a bit watch out for those low hedges yeah well mandy is focused (laughs) on a prey unfocused on our feet is last thing I want to do is like say run across an uncovered well or something stupid like that. I'm worried about it's two o'clock. That's about the time they turn on the sprinklers. Maybe that'll clear the fog a bit. <laughs> Which of you loses sight of the other two? I so the, think it, it sounds totally like me. Oh, you pull ahead and we lose and Mark loses contact with you then, or? Oh, okay. It could be Mark, yeah, if he's the slowpoke. Uh, oh, no, I'm, I'm the one. It's, 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 it's tail gutter Edgar that's uh, yeah. lost the chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the one that found the sprinkler head. I stand look around going, oh, crap. Guys, guys. And I yell out and I start running. And I stop and go, nope, that's how you get lost. Mark, Mandy. Over here. I turn to that direction. Okay. And I start walking. I'm not going to run. Like, Amanda's now stopping just because you're shouting behind her. So does Mark, do you stop or do you keep stay with Mandy? I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm going to stay try, stay together. That was the whole plan. It's not that difficult. When you hear his voice, he, he sounds a lot farther away than you would have thought he could have gotten in that short a time. Hmm. Well, I'm just walking that direction. I'll call out Mark and resist calling out Marco. I <laughs> All right, I stop. Uh, okay, I'm just going to get lost, take my hand and face palm, pull my phone out, and call Mark up. Yeah, no signal. No bars? No bars. I look around. Any way I go will get me someplace. Yeah, you, you were looking for like the uh, administration building or something. You can see the edge of the building. You must be close to it. And you uh, can make out somebody going in a door there. Ooh. Shotgun in hand, and I start walking slowly that direction, looking around. This is probably a trap. You've seen all the movies, so you know this is a trap. And then when I get to the door, I sort of look at it and go, I go inside. Someone's waiting for me. Could have been Mark. Open the door slowly and look inside. Is it full of mist? It's uh, less misty and foggy in there, but it's still... Misty. Close the door. Mark! Mandy, thing from another world waiting to eat my face. Heading down uh, the hall here, you can see a, a small bit of light coming from one of the rooms up ahead. So is it a, gla- a frosty glass door? The door is, is open. Stop and going, hmm. Put my phone out again. Set the camera mode and try to look around the corner with it. You see there's a 
person at uh, computer there and looks familiar. It's Silas Gerald, fellow con artist that you know. Pull the phone back. What the? And let's cut back to the other two in the fog. Nothing going on here. Perfectly safe. <laughs> if, if they haven't caught up to this figure yet, like I think Amanda's getting angry uh, and annoyed, and she's kind of looking at the ground, like looking if this figure's leaving any footprints. Are there any traces at all that I could discern? Or is it just like lawn or path? Path through the through the the lawn between buildings. No, like recent wet shoe prints or anything? No. Yeah. While I lost it. From your study of the the flow of this, look like you're heading against the flow. I think if we want to get to the source of this and not into a shotgun, we should probably just go keep going against the current. And that's what she says. Assuming you see it and I can't, so lead on. I think she like blinks a bit like, oh, I didn't think of that. Maybe you're right. All right. Uh, you know, she keeps heading in the in the direction of the counterflow wise. She goes counterflow wise. As you're heading along, you can make out the wall of a, a building, and you can see a uh, form of somebody like lying on the ground there near the the building. Like a victim. A body of a human body laying on the ground there. What do you do? I'll have uh, Amanda cover me, and I'll go and check out uh, the victim. I actually have some skull with first aid nowadays. As you get closer, it, it looks like a police officer. You can see the, the uniform, like university police officer, probably. Um, mangled, uh, knocked unconscious. Uh, you get closer and you, you're not seeing any blood or signs of violence or anything on it. Well, check for, check for a pulse and, and, and the usual stuff. There's a pulse. He seems alive. Does he have a walkie-talkie? Uh, yeah. Well, we'll key that and say, officer down, and see if anyone responds. No response. Shit. You got my back, Amanda? I will heft this guy and pick him up. <laughs> Amanda will lower the shock and be like, really? <laughs> yes, Really? God, this guy must have put on some pounds. We need to get, at least get him inside. I'm not going to leave him out here. All right. Look for a door. Sure. She heads for a closest aperture into this building. Make your way along the, the wall there and find the door into the, the building. Shoulder it open. Hold it open for guard-toting mark. As you open it, fog rolls out of the door. Yeah, I think we're in the right place. Great place to bring unconscious people. Couldn't have called that one in advance. <laughs> like, I think Maddie actually, like, chuckles to herself, like, <laughs> this is just bizarre and dumb, but we're doing it. So, uh, yeah, wherever the, the fog is, like, pouring down from, um, that's the direction she's going. Well, if she's not waiting, I guess I have to uh, set Chumley down and follow. Something tells me it was safer on the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> Starting to hate witchcraft. You went in the wrong business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too much of this Hollywood mindfuckery. You guys are treading through the, the fog. Get the, the scenes of heavier bits flowing by as your flashlights attempt to cut through it and get scattered as they hit the denser parts. It seems 
welling up the stairwell. We can head down the the stairs and see a bit of light coming from one of the rooms in the basement. You make your way there. As you do, you can see the scene that you can saw in your, your premonition. The young woman there in your vision, she was very gaunt and weak. Here she, she doesn't uh, look that bad off. But she's sitting there cross-legged, uh, a book in front of her, the ritual circle with the various accoutrements and candles lit around the room. With that, we cut back to Lucas. All right. Where were you uh, looking to run? Out of this fog. <laughs> okay, so you're going out of the building. Going out of the building and going directly to like where the car was parked. Because I don't care how Devin's here, I want to get him to safety, and then I will go back and deal with my doppelganger. <laughs> okay. You go running out the building, pulling him along behind you. He pulls you back to stop, and he goes, no, no, you don't, uh, you don't understand. What? What don't I understand? This place is dangerous. You shouldn't be here. Actually, you shouldn't be anywhere. But it's the only way. The only way to what? The only way we can be together. And you notice as you look at him, his teeth are a little long and sharp. Oh, no. And he's pulling you to him. At this point, I just, I, I give up. I've not seen him in so long and I'm so lonely. I'm just going to throw myself into his arms like I usually did. And you feel teeth biting into your neck. It's Devin, Devin. What are you doing then? Are you fighting that? Kind of, yes. I mean, I, I don't want to hurt him, but I just, like, enough is enough, dude. This would either be a kick-ass or act under pressure if you're just sort of trying to get away. I just want to get away. I don't want to hurt him. Okay. Go act under pressure. Well, if he's a vampire, that means I know my prey now. Yeah. All ten. So tell me what you what you do here. I just kind of duck out from under him and turn around and look at him. And how could you do that? it's my fault you're like this. And I, yes, I want to be together. Obviously I want to be together. And it's my fault that I let that woman do what she did to you. You're, you can't really be here. There's no possible way that you're really standing right in front of me because I let you die. And God, I miss you so freaking much, but there's no way you are really you right now. I don't know who you are. I don't know what kind of mind games you're trying to play with me. But if you're really Devin, you'll understand why biting me is not the best solution right now. He takes a couple steps backwards and just does that cross arms thing. So tell me who and what you really are. And there we cut to Edgar. What are you doing? So it's Silas, the guy who's basically the bane of my existence when I used to be on the circuit doing you know con jobs and so forth. The one that would tend to let me be caught with my hands in the cookie jar. So I got my shotgun. I just step in and say, Silas, oh, oh, buddy, oh, pal, put your hands up. There's a cop out there who wants to talk to you. He just sits kind of back in the chair. Edgar, when, what did you take to carrying around guns? Oh, you'd like to know, wouldn't you? Anyway, so you're trying to hack into the com university computer system? You're going to steal a bunch of kids' backgrounds and ruin their lives for the rest for for next 10 years or something? You know, you know those kids ain't going to have no money. They'd be paying back, paying off debts for the next 20 years. So what, what you up to, boy? University security is pretty feeble. 
hey, I can cut you in, buddy. You have uh, credit histories that are good for thousands. And ruin their lives and, and and basically put them into debt and have to spend more money to fix fix the problem. You know, it's I'm trying to put that behind me. And you screw me over enough times that I don't trust you. You know, and I'm emphasizing with the end of the shotgun. Come on, put that away. You're you were never a, a tough guy. You don't go around shooting people. <laughs> oh dear Lord, you don't know me at all nowadays, do you? I look at the computer, he's got Reverse the butt, and I gun butt the computer. I said, put your hands up. We're going outside. What do you think you're doing here? You try to turn me in. I'll just bring you in on it, too. You'll just uh, end up serving as much time as I'd have. I'll, I'll serve less because I'll turn you in as my accomplice. I got friends on the force. It'd be, I'm the one who actually would get to walk off scot-free. You're the one who end up making big one, making little ones uh, big ones. Do you really want to risk that? Last couple times you tried that, it didn't go well for you. Last time I said, yeah, you're right. It didn't go well for me. But now I have a detective as, an, as a friend. Get your hands up and we're going to walk out of here. Chuckles and half-heartedly puts the, the hands up. Stand up. Stand up. Yeah, and you start leading him out. All right. Back to Amanda and Mark. All right. First, the first thing that happens is Amanda tells... Uh, Mark, in his head, this is the place. Watch out for hooded freaks. Is this the first time you've done this to Mark? I think so. <laughs> yes, yes. Great. No spooky shit. Yeah, you, you get Amanda's voice in your head telling you that. And you don't see her lips move. Because <laughs> you were complaining about that. <laughs> I think this place is starting to mess with me. I'm hearing you talk and your lips aren't moving. She gives you a look like... Yeah, duh. <laughs> and she actually says, yeah, duh, but in your head. Right. Okay. Got your back. I mean, really, just if she walks in one direction, I'll be walking almost backwards looking behind her. She, she, she thinks she mutters like so much for going in quiet. <laughs> and she'll head over to the figure, uh, the, the young woman, and like try to see if she's like is she breathing this mist or or is it just sort of she's muttering something and it's kind of the mist is kind of flowing out of her as she's breathing and spreading on the floor and out the door all right so looking at all of the various stones and the, the shrine and over the circle and her like what what what's going on here like Amanda's like looking over and like poking the, the odd stone and like looking at the the shrine, trying to figure out what. So she's not, uh, you know, stepping into something completely blind. Probably a um, investigate a mystery or read a bad situation. Yeah, I think it's investigate a mystery for sure. Oh, that's a miss unless Mark can save me. <laughs> what you you want me to smash something? Now I want you to help me investigate this mystery. <laughs> oh, sure. I mean, sure. you can see her looking at, like, the stuff. Um, I suppose clearly. I help out with this. It's actually something I'm kind of sort of good at. Oh, didn't you have that move that you just help with a 10 plus or something? Yeah, if it's a monster. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, okay, fair enough. It's not directly a monster. Just a partial. All right. So we get uh, hold one. Thanks to the help. What what does the help look like? Yeah. <laughs> I'm tracing the uh, uh, circle going, hmm, looks vaguely Sumerian. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
geez, you know, there's a book in front of her. Maybe what does this say? Or uh... <laughs> sure. I wouldn't go so bold as to cross that line just yet, literally. Right. Uh, yeah, what happened here? Like, what? Why? How did the? How did? How did this all came, come together? Like, well, from what you can see from the sort of ritual items and such, and what you're sort of gleaned from, like trying to peek over your shoulder, look at the book, the spell. And the, the ritual involved, she didn't do it right. It's calling on some sort of power to grant favor, and some of the things aren't set up quite right. There, there definitely, there should have been some sort of sacrifice or offering, and it doesn't look like there was, and probably should have been more than one person involved in this rather than doing it alone. Did, did she buy these candles from Michael's? <laughs> she also used a nail file instead of a ritual dagger. <laughs> I think Mandy just, like, shakes her head. Dumb broad. All right, she clearly botched something here. We're going to have to reverse whatever this is. What's this wee bit? Uh, can you read that? I could probably try to make sense of it. Yeah. So, yeah, she's going to put the shotgun down and then reach for the book, pick it up and try to, like, find a way to undo it. Maybe this is the bad situation here. Maybe this is a really bad situation here. For who? Well, for a lot of people. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Everyone. (laughs) Well, since since Mark is uh, totally, like, trying to look in four directions at once, we'll call that trying to read a bad situation. Wouldn't hurt, to, I suppose, to make a roll on that. Maybe we can uh, get a clue here. Do, 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 do. A seven. I am Mr. Partial today. What are you interested in? Well, because I am so freaking paranoid, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Because uh, I can't believe the hooded figure and this girl are the same. I think she botched her predictions. I think some other came in and is uh, messing with us. As... Amanda's going through this the spell and talking to you about it. You can figure out that since she botched the spell, this is a danger because it's going to it's spreading out and interacting with others who are coming into contact with it. And if it isn't stopped, then who knows how far it'll go. You can feel it. Messing with you, Amanda. I'm gonna start busting this stuff. Uh, busting this stuff up. We, we've we've got to break this spell. We've got to break the circle. We got to get rid of the kills. We've got to smash that altar. We, we need to break this connection uh, with the spiritual world. Well, okay, so that that's what Mark says. That's what Mark says. That so that's not uh, that isn't an answer to his question. So oh, that's, that's okay. Mark making up stuff on his own. Yes, it is. Sure. I think she answers in your head like uh, like hell we are. You're not touching anything unless you want to unleash something even worse. And she's doing it as, as she's flipping through the book trying to find like a, a quote-unquote proper way to do it. Why can't you just talk to me? I am. <laughs> like echoing in your skull. <laughs> hell, can I pull the girl out of the circle? Or is Don't that touch break? anything. <laughs> Fine. All right. Assuming I've I've 
gotten enough of a hang of, of this, like what, what she was doing. Like I want to use the book and, and try to reverse engineer the spell from the book and from the knowledge I have from the countless hours pouring over grimoires. I, I don't know if this would be big magic or use magic or, or what. You can figure um, one way to end it would be to kill her. And another way you'd have to put yourself, maybe others, into this ritual and interact with whatever power she is calling upon to satisfy it or to get it to end the spell. So she's flipping and then, you know, flipping through the, the book and then she closes it and she like looks. Oh, and and as, as you're, as you're, you're flipping through this book, um, you, you do see some roughs here. You think this book belonged to Rowena Darkmore. <laughs> like, I think when she realizes that she stops flipping and like, she just grips the book in this like, um, white knuckle grip. <laughs> what, what, what did you find? This is that witch bitch's book. How the hell did it get here? I don't know. All right, so are you still talking, doing the telepathy? Yeah, yeah I, I'm blabbing. Yeah. Okay, and as she's doing this, talking in your head, the sound over oh, no, her no, voice... Oh, no, no, I, I think she switches over to, to like, vocal okay. when, when she you know, white knuckles the book. Okay, go ahead then. So she says, uh, well, it seems we have two choices. We can kill the girl, that'll stop it. Or we can try to appease whatever is making all this happen. But that will involve, you know, interacting with it. I prefer to save lives if I can. You're the boss, man. Sometimes it doesn't feel like it. <laughs> Maddie doesn't laugh. I think she says, well, yeah, well, suck it up. So what, do we have to hold hands or what? <laughs> Couldn't hurt. Just tell me what my parts are. All right, you stand over there. Yeah. And repeat after me. <laughs> and we get into the hole. All right. Time to go back to Lucas. You're uh, standing back and saying, no, this can't happen. You see uh, somebody uh, walking out of the building you've just run by. It looks like somebody has a gun marching Edgar out of the building. And that's my cue. I'm going to uh, give Devin or the Devin thing. A quick and very passionate kiss, and then run after whoever's got Edgar at gunpoint. So, what's your plan to? I'm tackling out from out of the from out of the mist. I don't think he'll have time to pull the trigger. Sounds like uh, kick some ass. Yes, I'm gonna kick that thing's ass. Oh God, it's a six. That's a bad <laughs> roll. <laughs> As you're walking out of the building, out of the fog, you see you. A fanged vampire comes charging at you. Oh, well, if he's charging at me, I, I'm going to dodge out of the way and... Would you really dodge out of the way? You would shoot it? Yeah, I probably would. So, yeah, it's running at me going, Jesus, ba-doom. And what's the harm on a shotgun? It's three. three. Messy. So I got plus one in that. Aren't you lucky? You're not rolling. We already made the roll for this. This is, uh... This is yeah. I get hit. You get, yeah. Uh, three instant damage, and I go flying back. Goes down, and when this vampire drops to the ground and rolls over, you see the face of uh, Lucas. Expelia deleted! Oh, I drop the gun, I run over, and this go, My god, no, 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 no,
Ah, ah, sorry. It's the third time you shot me, and I will not let you forget it if I live through this. Um, but Lucas, I'm sorry. I thought, no, this oh, damn Lucas fog. Lucas is yeah. out. Oh, no, he's not. He's not unconscious. No, he's out of it, though. I mean, he's, like, in shock. Take three points. Yeah, Wang, you know. Um, I'm doing my best to, you know, staunch the bleeding. It was a deer slug, by the way. So, yeah, I hope you don't like breathing out that lung. In normal, you know, cinematic fashion, winged him and didn't happen to actually hit him. Truly vital organs. So I hit him in the head then. Okay. And I don't see, and Silas is long gone at this point, I gather. Yes. Where's Devin? You don't see him. Do you say that? Yeah, I do. And uh, you probably know who Devin is. Um, if we're lucky, he's over. He's over in the Evergreen Cemetery still. No, he was behind me. You know what? I think this fog is messing with our minds. The other vampire, the vampire I was running away from. He's probably caught up by now. No vampire. Why'd you charge me? <laughs> you were being held at gunpoint. <sighs> no, I was holding. The light comes on. You know what, Lucas? What? We're going to sit right here and wait until your dad comes and gets you. Let me up. I sit on his chest. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a good idea with a gunshot wound, but okay. Yeah. No, we're not moving because this fog is messing with our minds. I've and... got to go find Devin and that no. me vampire. Pat you on the face. You just lie there and bleed, okay? Listen, the fog is messing with our heads. I know what I saw, and I saw my husband. I, Please, I saw, I saw my, I saw Silas, and there's no way in hell he could go that far away from us by this time. So, and there's no one around us. I don't see anyone. There's no Devin, and you look like a vampire. Now you look like Lucas. It's the fog. You know, I reach up and you know, just one hand tap on the head. It's getting in your head. Where is Dad? He's not here. Where's Mandy? She's not here either. There's a vampire crypt in in the in the building over there. Just thought you should probably know that. That's good. We're no we're in no shape to take them on. So you know what? Hey, vampires, come here and get us free meal. Are you an insane? <laughs> I don't see any vampires. Do you? Whatever those two are doing, I hope they're doing it right. And on that, we cut to them. What do we do? <laughs> so you're looking to. Involve yourself in this ritual, right? Yes. You and Mark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A reluctant Mark. <laughs> so you guys sit down, hold hands, maybe grab hands with the uh, the young lady there. Right. Start your uh, intoning, uh, correct Mark's pronunciation a couple times. But they don't respond to y'all. <laughs> And then uh, as you go into the trance, close your eyes and open them again, and you're, now you're sitting in the room, it's not all filled with mist, and you see this hooded figure standing there. You can just see the hood kind of covers one side of the face, the other side, right side is of an old woman. What do you do? Look around like... Besides there being no mist, we're still essentially in the same room, same time of day, same everything. Yes, though it's everything's slightly off. On the TV show, you know, they would have changed the grading on everything. Ah. Uh, just a little bit surreal. Yeah. So I guess Mandy will just plainly, like, look at the old woman and go, 
Are you what she summoned? An offering is required. None has been provided. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was about to fall into like the bridge keeper of, uh, of Holy Grail. Like, what do you crave? <laughs> but that's what she says. Like, what? What do you crave? You must make the offering. Did uh, Did the book specify what exactly what kind of offering she's talking about? You have to offer something that you think is commensurate with what you're asking. Hmm. What, what we would be commensurate with with reversing the spell? <laughs> hey, we want nothing. So let's offer nothing. Just cancel. That's not how this works. <laughs> is that is that what you're saying? Like, is that your counsel when we're sitting there? <laughs> sure. You know, if the contract's null and void. Yeah, so man, it's like that. It's not how this works. <laughs> we want a lapse of the effect, but she affected, right? Okay, so so she, the hag has lived up to her deal, so we have to pay up on our side, right? Can we do just do a little bloodletting or something? You know, I think I'm st- I start talking to you in your head. Maybe I don't know how this works in Transland. It might you know be completely pointless but just you know from mandy's point of view is like comfort zone so she says in your head like uh we've been seeing things right figures in the mist and all that oh you're doing the telepathy thing to him yeah yeah, yeah. okay mark you hear chris's voice saying this in your head ow i <laughs> i i think maybe she wants to mess with people, entertainment, or experiences? I hear you. Uh, wow. Not all good experiences, I gather. <laughs> Think hard. I wouldn't imagine so, no. Well, I don't want to give her a life. That, that that's all, all she's doing is offering phantoms and, and delusions. That's, that's not worth a life. All right, uh, I think while you guys are pondering this, we cut back to you other two sitting out in the fog. I was on the verge of like going, making like a certain suggestion, but okay, no, that's fine. <laughs> All right, back to us. I can think a little harder. I can think <laughs> a little uh, longer, that's fine. <laughs> As you two are just kind of sitting there waiting, you suddenly notice that you each have red dots on you, and there's these red lines, you know, that you can lasers that you can see in the mist. Oh, the shotgun's on the ground already. Three of the uh, guys look like the SEAL Team 6 guys you'd seen before. Come walk up to you. Hi, guys. Don't know, where, don't know where they are. I think they're over that way. Nothing to see here. Are these more illusions? Um, you know what? Let's not take a chance. So, um, how's thing in the big, in the big house? Where's the witch? Not here. I don't know where she is, though. I think if you follow the where the mist is flowing, you might find her. But I don't know where she is. Neither does a kid. We were kind of going in that direction. I saw a point. We know nothing. The people who know something are probably already found her, so... One of them will uh, come up and empty the, the shells out of your shotgun. Lucas, he's going to try to take your gun. Them take it. Oh no 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 no! It's it's a special gun. If you you know, I go and watch it very carefully. I hold it by two fingers and hit the ejector and kick out the the magazine. Is that good enough? At least I get chink and get the round out of the out of the out of the chamber. They'll take the uh, the magazine and assuming that they've done fine 
another one on Lucas or something. Yeah. No, I don't have more than one. They'll take the ammunition and go stay out of our way and make their way off into the fog. Pull my pants leg up and pull out the 9mm. Uh, if you had that on you, they, they did frisk you. Okay, I, didn't, I don't have it on me then, yeah. So, yeah, I go, let's look at him. There's, there's your gun. Pull my phone out. Do I have bars? No. Is your phone is your phone working? I get off your chest. You don't have telepathy. I get off your I get off your chest and sort of sit down. Is your phone working? I'm gonna look at it. Is it working? Yeah. I got bars. Give give Dad a call. Uh, Are you sure that's the best idea in the world? No. But do you want them to be surprised by uh, Spooky Six? (laughs) No, I guess not. He uh, gets on the horn with Dad. So somewhere in the dream world, you make the call, and the voice that answers is that of uh, your brother. Hello? Lucas? Yeah? Kenneth, you're you're uh, not... you. <sighs> I take the phone from his hand and go, Hi, who's this? Give me back to Lucas. Who are you? Who are you? Lucas's brother. Oh, another nephew I don't know about. Another nephew. Oh, good. I'm your... You can't I'm your... be my brother. Go peddle your, your mysticism someplace else, uh, spirit, whoever you are. You know, we give you up, spirit. Leave us alone. I hang up. Cut back to the the ritual space. I love how, like, one moment they're like, we can't trust anything. It's the mist. It's going into your head. And now they're like, you don't exist. (laughs) (laughs) I just shot my nephew. Lucas is just a bit bit, uh, out of it in terms of, like. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to trust anything right now. I'm being a skeptic. Some of us do not have that luxury. <laughs> so Amanda's like, "What if we propose a trade?" And she says this out loud now, like almost like she's inviting the witch to listen or the the entity to listen. But she's speaking to Mark. What do we have to trade? Time. What What if one of us offers to provide for a time? <sighs> Is that even acceptable to a creature like this? What do you say? And she like now she's like asking um, the old woman hooded figure what were you offering offering up uh one of ourselves as uh like a a focus for for you know this uh messing around messing with people's emotions and memories and so forth essentially offering a, a torture victim for a for a period of like i don't know a year and a day or something for in exchange for reversing the spell so she gets to have her fun anyway right i think you misunderstand me but your offer is accepted. And she's looking directly at you, Amanda. <laughs> okay, so Amanda looks over at uh, Mark and goes, if that's okay with you. No, but do we have a choice? Do you want to kill the girl? No, from what you told me, she's stupid and clueless. And then I think Amanda's like, she makes a face and like, does she deserve to live? Was that out loud? Yes. Yeah. Yes, that was out loud. <laughs> Or was that like in, in the head? Is that a telepathy? No, 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 the, the, no, no. Fully like vocal. Well, Mark's thinking to himself, "Well, we might need a new witch after this." Do it. I. <sighs> I think. I think Amanda like uh, reaches out. Uh, like they they were holding hands, right? But now she's like holding. Actually, would she, yeah, sure. I think she would. She she like grabs uh, Mark by the shoulder and like looks at him reassuringly and goes like. It's really not going to be any worse than what I live 24 hours a day. If that's what it takes. I don't think uh, 
Is it that well, easy though? I mean, I mean, since you heard, you heard Chris, Chris's voice in your head, right? Although, given the memories he gave up of you, his attachment to you is maybe not so strong anymore. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, that's the part. Yeah, all the happy thoughts uh, flew away. All I'm left is was with the spooky shit, which you. I mean, you still know. You still know that she was married to your friend. Yes, and honestly, uh, at this point, take the hit, and I will, out of respect for him, try to keep you in a nicest and insane asylum I can. <laughs> All right then. All right, and then in that case, you know, she just looks up at the the woman and goes, "I, I make the offering freely." She uh, reaches out a hand to you, help you up, and then she uh, leans in and kisses you. Mm. When she is back, no longer looks like the old woman. It's a younger, you know, woman, maybe mid thirties or so. I will call on you when required and then boom you guys snap back in your uh sitting back in the the room full of fog and the woman just collapses the the uh, girl that was doing the magic yeah oh of course does she does she look gaunt or no. is she like still her okay well oh. you still there i think so do i have all my you know, uh, and she lifts up her hands, like uh, checks her hands, like fingers. If, if she looks vaguely normal, then she's happy. Gather up the book. You look at Amanda, and she has a bit of white in her hair that you don't remember her having before. <laughs> yeah, she literally looks touched. Is it a cool, like, rogue white um, <laughs> stripe, or, or is it just like... It's very attractive. <laughs> I gather up the book. I'm going to try to wake up our uh, witchy girl here because I want to have a word with her. Doing the, the little slap, 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 slap on the face there. Absolutely. Our guy's outside. Are you guys still sitting there? Yep. Did the did the fog go away? It's getting a little less thinning. Yeah. Well, maybe they did a good thing, or maybe they, or maybe uh, Spooky Team Six has got dragging away another victim. I put my phone out and look at. Do I have bars now? Yes. Ding 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 ding. Hit my speed dial. Mark, answer the phone. Mark. Double fixers. Mark's Rowan speaking. How can I help you? Is that you, Mark? Yes, it is. They would say that, wouldn't <laughs> they? <laughs> Troubles, there's nothing I can ask you that spirits wouldn't know. Anyway, um. Spooky we got team, the book. We got the girl. I think Spooky Team 6 is heading your way. Oh, shit. I shot your son again. What? He looked like a vampire, all right? The fog. I'm, I'm blaming the fog legitimately this time. Or I need to get proof of that for his birthday. I've, I've got to go here. We've got to scram. Cops, kid. Let's, get, let's, head to, let's head to the car. Let's head to the car. I'll watch the hand. What'd you do to your hand? You were sitting on it. It's asleep. Sorry. I've got to go back and see if they're still there. I, I, they're not I have there. to. I have no, to. I no. have to. Think about this. Spooky Team Six was ignoring vampires. Do they do they ignore vampires? No. They're looking for the witch. There's no vampires. Okay? Come what, on. What about Devin? 
all in your head. Someone was pulling all your wishes and desi- deepest, darkest desires out of your head. Somehow like I don't think I'm desirous of getting attacked by something that looks like me. We need to get you to a therapist. Come on. All right. So you guys are heading back out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're getting back. What are you two doing after you get the phone call? Well, we're well, securing the, the the book, and you're trying to slap some life girl. into the woman, the girl? Yeah. I pop open. Who, who, who are you? We're the people who saved your happy ass from a uh, bad grimoire. Says, you do this shit again, I'm going to come here and personally crush your fingers. What? What do you mean? What happened? Look around at the circle and and the ca- candles that are guttering, and it's, it's like bad spell. Do not do. What do you mean? I was just just doing some some research. Some research you really need to avoid. It'll help me in my thesis. Are you doing a thesis on the Blackwells? I'm writing about witchcraft in the Americas. Well, I thought the the ritual it would help me to uh, better understand the mindset of the people and well, it's like meditation it help you center yourself and it doesn't work that way there was no sacrifice Sac- of course i'm not going to sacrifice something what, what you messed up the ritual and it had very real repercussions what, what do you mean repercussions like did you guys slip me something <laughs> uh, I, th- I think you have a move right uh mr uh, mr mark uh, yeah. Tell a normal person the truth. Yes, actually, I do. <laughs> so, to protect them from danger. Trust me, you're messing with powers that you shouldn't be messing with. I said, I just point at scars on my own body, recent ones. It's like there is evil out there that some of us try to protect idiots like you from. Drop this line of our research. Don't do any more rituals if you value your soul. And just give her that look of, like, doom and death and eternal damnation coming right down her optic nerves. <laughs> All right, roll plus charm. Come on, just give me a good roll today. I'll take a nine. Unless Amanda wants to uh, add her spookiness to it. I kind of don't. I like the seven to nine result. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. She goes, wait, witchcraft is real? And I was doing it? Yes, you were doing that badly. You were, your soul was on the line, you idiot. It's all right, though. I bit the bullet for you. <laughs> and I think Maddie says that kind of accusingly, like, uh, you dumbass. <laughs> I pull out one of my ubiquitous, I hate that word, uh, <laughs> uh, business cards. If you're ever tempted to do this dumbass uh, move again, Call me first. Okay. So we got one person shot. That's when uh, Spooky Team sits first into the room. Ah, shit. All right. Where's the witch? Nothing to see here. Already taken care of. Where's the witch? We we know you, you were seen with her. Where is she? Just us. No witch here. Like, Mandy's never been in contact with these people, right? No. So she's just like, what, what the, what the, who are these people? They're serious operators. Don't give them any grief. Why, why do you want the witch? I said, oh, We're not here to answer your questions. Where is she? I'm not about to answer anything, any of yours if you're not going to answer any of mine. Now, fucking give me some something to go on. Why should I trust you? Right? And and I think a man is like maybe waving the book <laughs> book around. 
One of them steps forward, grabs a book from you. Uh, I, I want to keep it. <laughs> I think that's, that's right. Act under pressure as the go-to move for that. Oh, totally, yes. Uh, that's cool, right? Yeah. Can't be good at cool. Can I? No. Okay, XP, here I come. Yep, that's a miss. <laughs> he grabs the book, a couple of them, you know, point their guns. Everybody down on the ground now. Like, maybe, here's just an input, throw it out if you want to, but I think, like, she holds on to it, and then they have to, like, subdue her. Yeah, he pulls it, and you come with it, and he uses that to pull you forward and underground onto your face. Right. <laughs> She's just, like, out of breath. Like, she, all the air goes out of her. She's like, oh, oh you motherfucker! She attempts to put up a fight, but it's just, like, it's not, uh, <laughs> it's not even, uh, you know, an effort. Mark will do the Hands behind the head thing, slowly ease the ground. <laughs> the book is booby-trapped. I'm telling you this right now. Be damn careful with that thing. Rowena Darkmore, where is she? She is very dead. Did I mention that the book was trapped? We know you raised her. Where is she? She's dead. Dead, dead. Angelic vengeance, dead. Couldn't save her. Unfortunately, these aren't normal people, so you can't convince them. <laughs> they aren't monsters, though, either. I'll let you. I'll let you make that rule. They could totally believe him, whatever. But uh, I'm just saying, you couldn't use the move, right? Uh, I think I'll. I think I'll let him use the move here. Yeah, why not? What's the worst you can do? Is I know I shouldn't say that out loud. <laughs> That's one of. Mr. Sterling's favorite expressions. An 11! Finally! Someone believes me! <laughs> I guess you uh, screwed that one up, eh, Chief? Just a little bit. Trying to keep this one alive. She's an idiot. Yes, well, keep up the good work, and they'll back out of the room. I, I think you're talking to each other, and it's not something maybe that they acknowledge, but Manny's just like str strangling out, like, you should have seen the angel guy, you asshole! Yeah, as one of them has his foot on your back. Yeah. <laughs> Zip tied your hands together. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so how does our, uh, our co-ed deal with uh, masked men with uh, automatic weapons? Hyperventilating as uh, this is a bit too much for her to take witchcraft and special op guys. Person, yeah, she's... All right. But yeah, they back out of the room taking the book with them. <sighs> okay. That's, that's cool. I think Amanda's just mouth mouthing off at them, like, "Why well, you're leaving already? I was this was this foreplay and like, like you're screaming. We, we, so, <laughs> do you want them to bust a cap in you?" <laughs> Turn and look back at the at the girl again. Have you thought about changing your major? <laughs> and see. <scene. Yeah. laughs> <laughs> we cut away there, and uh, I guess maybe we need to back with uh, you guys with child. Yeah, we got the med kit out of the back of the of her truck, and we're busy patching up Lucas. At least I didn't shoot him this time, child said. <laughs> no, it's my turn to shoot him. My dad's going to kill you. You realize this. <laughs> nah, I'm just going to take away his gun. You get this back when you grow up. Hear that? He's going to take away your gun. <laughs> Wasn't talking to Lucas. Yeah, he barely shoots himself. Just bites himself. I try to explain <laughs> to a child what was going yeah, on and said, you know what? That dream, people. You know what, Liz? It's just complicated. And yeah, you should know that there's a group of uh, heavily armed spook hunters out there. 
they kidnap people, usually dead people, but they kidnap people sometimes. I don't think you're helping, Edgar. She needs to know. You at least defused this problem. Well, I don't see a mouth to hell opening up in any place, so I think, yeah. Let's call it a win. We'll wait and see. Oh, there they are. Uh, wave hi. You guys are okay. Did you meet Spooky Team 6? Nod. All right. If we're just appearing, then Amanda's like, can you get these fucking things off me? Because she's still oh. in the zip tie, right? Mark just shakes his head. <laughs> he pulls out his ever-present Leatherman. <laughs> this is somewhere between uh, Mission Accomplished and, boy, is this messed up. We're ready to end the episode, I think. Unless there's anything anybody else wants to I will point out, uh, no, did you find the witch or the person who did the spell or whatever? Uh, stupid amateur doing research, in air quotes. Put the finger up. Did you get her name? No, no. you didn't. No, you didn't. You'll probably be getting you a phone call. You to have guns pointed at us. It was difficult to be conversational. I think maybe, maybe the camera starts just to back away, you know, and that sort of, this is the final shot of the episode as they argue on the way to the car or some, some shit. But Lucas does mention, like, as, as they're drawing completely out, it's like, mental things aside, I really don't feel well, dad. And I tell Charles that you'll prob- probably get a phone call from some scared co-ed, looks, it looks like. There's another person involved in this. Who? Can you at least give a description of what she looks like? Where Where is she? So, no, exactly. I didn't clean it all up. God damn it. You guys do something I don't have to clean up your mess once? <sighs> <laughs> we, we end on that. Um, maybe Amanda sees shadows across the street, the hooded figure there. In a non-stress situation, game mm-hmm. mechanics, if I want to do something like medic, do I have to roll... If it's not like in the middle uh, of a firefight, or how, how does that work? Well, I think it always takes some amount of time between episodes. We don't worry about it. Okay, yeah. I've got the skills and I and I've got the tools of the trade, so we can get Lucas patched up yeah. by then being more like a living mass of scar tissue by the end of this. So then, uh, I guess we go to end of session here. Conclude the current mystery. We survived. So, uh, yes, save someone from certain death or worse. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, learn something new and important about the world. Oh, there's some sort of thing out there that's tied to that book. Yeah, uh, I suppose. Learn something new and important about one of the hunters. Uh, yeah, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> perhaps perhaps the question is, what's right with you? <laughs> like a better question is, yeah, what's right with you? So that's two XP. Yay, I dinged. So did I. I'll have to think about stuff. Also, ding, I'm going to increase my sharp because I, I, I'm feeling that situational awareness needs to be improved. Did that, that the my frell episode work? That it felt like it was time for one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. No, it was cool. Yeah, and we have a list of all our deepest fears and you know fears and wants and desires that we can be used against us in the future. Yay! Yeah, it's always good. I actually added those two to the characters <laughs> just because. Uh, I should probably uh, give myself a little thorn in the sense that I I kind of I forgot 
that I, I switched my tags to rage and violence and stuff. And I didn't remember until the end, the very end when the SEAL team came in. I was like, oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's, let's put in a little rage and violence here. But, um, <laughs> that should have been, there, there should have been a little more of that, I think. So you should have just blown away the, the girl to end the spell, right? I think maybe she should have pushed for just, let's just kill her and be done with it. That, uh, yeah, that would have been more, but yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mark gone for that. Yeah, he's so big into, uh, protect the innocent. Well, the idea is to, you know, fix troubles and you, you know, murdering people left and right doesn't necessarily fix things. Can, can we call her naive and not innocent? Um, that would be my preference. Uh, how about, you know, oh, let's dabble in things that we were not meant to know. Yeah, but she didn't know that, so she was naive. Wait, that was supposed to work? Actually, she, she's <laughs> probably touched. I mean, she had enough to actually cast magic, and I don't <laughs> think most people can actually do that. So no. there might have been something witchy in her past. Yeah, uh, nice nice weaving of, uh, of the answers, by the way. Uh, that was good stuff. Not gonna hit everything, and especially with the the improv stuff, trying to come up with a good way to weave them in quickly. I th- I think it's a two way thing. Like uh, when when you give an answer, you commit to that answer as well. So yeah. um, mm-hmm. that's why I like questions like that. I use that uh, the abyss move in uh, impulse drive. GM that group, and that, I like that. That provided a lot of interesting stuff. So I just grabbed it and pulled it over here. Awesome. Hey, worked yeah. well. Now you did bring up Silas, and I had a feeling that let's look at there's no way there's no way Edgar was going to trust him no matter what. I mean, this this is the guy who screwed him over too many times. So yeah, Edgar's re- reply would be put a shotgun to his head and say, "Put your hands up." There yeah, we we'll go. Take care. Yeah. Yep. Good. See you. Have a good week. Yeah. Have a good week. You guys too. Bye bye. Hate to burst your bubble. Actually, I don't hate to burst your bubble. It was fun, but you know. <laughs> Max Silver here, and I just want to remind you all that you can find our adventures at the following places. My buddy Doc might know what they are, but I sure as heck don't. Anyway, find us at our forums at thesundayskypers.freeforums.org, or at our Facebook page, whatever heck a Facebook page is, or at our Google Plus page. Again, what the hell is a Google Plus page? I don't know. Or you can mail us at Sunday Skypers, um, some little A thing with a circle around it. What the heck is that thing? I don't know. Zoho.com. That's a strange mailing address. Hey, Doc, can you tell me what the heck that little funny A sign is?